to those of you who have moms that you're not close to, pick up the phone and call them. Because when you don't have them around, you have the wonderful memories. My mother was an amazing woman, and I only wish that I could be the woman that she was to me. Today is a Mother's Day. We extend our Mother's Day greetings to all amazing moms in the world. Welcome to this special episode of Hometown Zeroes. I'm Anita Salwal, your host. Hometown Zeroes is the voice of the spirit of woman. There is no stopping and no limits of what she can do. This special episode is dedicated to one of the special women in my life, Lynn Simpkins. I have known Lynn for last three years. She is beyond my supervisor, my mentor. As we share this special bond, I was curious to know how her relationship was at home with her parents. How did she look up to them and what they mean to her? I'll tell you that my parents meant the world to me. I felt like as a child growing up that I had heaven on earth. They gave us all of our heart's desires while they were dis- they disciplined us as well. But during discipline times, there was a lot of instructions that were grounded in the Bible. My mother and father were both people of strong faith. They knew what it meant to raise their children in a respectful household. They showed us love. They showed us the love that we have to show each other. So the that life was demonstrated in the home. And when you demonstrate, then people look at the examples. I looked at the examples that my parent my family provided for me and I was able to duplicate that on how I raised my my child and how I deal with other people. It's definitely a blessing to grow up in a home filled with love and respect. Home, a heaven on earth. A couple of years ago, Lynn's mother made her way to God's home. Losing someone who brought you in this earth hurts every day. The absence of one who loved you every day more than herself. Lynn told me how she felt when she had to bid a farewell to a woman who brought her into this world. I think that God gave me two of the greatest parents that I could imagine they empowered me from the time that I could understand what instructions were they supported me it doesn't matter what i set out to do they made it feel like it was the most important thing and they encouraged me each time and they would always say whatever you need we are here for you and i really believe that i had parents that i could talk to all the time so i would say my earliest uh, moments of empowerment one of the lowest points in my life that i can remember was in 2015 when i had to deal with my mother and she transitioned into hospice my mother has always been a person that the first call i would get in the morning she would call me hey you're up I didn't need an alarm clock because she got up at 5. She would always wake me up. But the months that led to her leaving this earthly home to her heavenly home was very hard for me. 
I'm always the person that's doing things for others, but I had parents that always thought about me. There would be times when I would be tired and I would just go by their house and all I wanted to do was just sit down and just relax. But it was during those moments that she encouraged me and during her latter time when she dealt with renal failure, I began to thank the Lord for giving me such a powerful woman in my life that showed me how to be a woman. And we talked, we took videos, things that I can remember. I can remember her telling me that everything was going to be all right, that she was tired, and I had to accept that. So to those of you who have moms that you're not close to, pick up the phone and call them. Because when you don't have them around, you have the wonderful memories. My mother was an amazing woman, and I only wish that I could be the woman that she was to me. Maybe cry, but I'm good. Those are happy, happy, happy times. When you are pregnant, you are not ready for it. So, how did you handle those emotional situations, those mental situations, and how did you overcome through that? My journey when I first found out that I was pregnant caught me somewhat by surprise. My life was planned to do many, many things, but found out I was pregnant. I had an emotional drawback initially because I realized that's not what God planned for me. I figured I stepped outside of his will, got pregnant, but I had to quickly realize that God is going to see me through this, just like he's seen me through many other things. I started to get into writing a lot more. I started to write poetry. I just wrote my feelings down. I used writing and poetry as a therapy to just express thoughts to myself. Sometimes I would write things and I would just bother them as soon as I wrote it. But I needed to write it because I felt when you write things down, you remember them. I can remember a song by Whitney Houston. It was called The Greatest Love of All. I was going through a hard time. I listened to that song and I started to think, what is the greatest love of all in my life? right now. I knew besides the Lord and besides my parents, I knew I had that love, but what was the greatest love? I started to think about the baby that I was carrying, and I realized this is the greatest love of my life, and I need to start to be more positive. I need to prepare to be the mother that this child is going to need, and I started to do that, but I started to really write more poetry because it was very therapeutic for me. Lean was just a teenage girl when she found she was pregnant. She pulled herself from all the emotional situation and fueled herself therapeutically. She started writing poems. And I asked her if she could read a poem for me. The poem that I chose to read to today is entitled Everything That I Am. It really talks about who I am as a person. 
person and why I exist. Most of my poetry has a spiritual undertone to it because I really believe that my faith and my love are the two things that are very personal to me. So when I write, I write from my heart. This title, Everything That I Am, reads, Look into my eyes. Imagine you've just met me for the first time. What do you see? Envision me, a rare and exquisite jewel, a treasure so precious and genuine, one that needs to be cherished in the depths of the body, soul, and mind. My faith is the grassroots of my existence. Though shaken at times, it remains strong, relying completely on God's word to replenish my strength all the day long. My love, unselfish and unconditional, although tried at times, but never shaken, because I know who I am and whose I am. For granted, I refuse to be taken. Everything that I am and strive to be has already been predestined by my Father when he saw fit to create me. I am blessed through his creation, rewarded by my dedication, wise through biblical revelation, which prepares me for my internal celebration. What a strong willpower she had. She filled the paper with the words from her heart. Lean has received numerous prestigious awards and serves as a board member for various nonprofits. In this journey of her life, she has influenced many people, and I am also one among many who has been influenced by her, felt empowered by her. It's how we empower women of all ages, of all races, just to be the best that they can be. When you empower someone, you're giving them the permission, you're giving them the support to do the things that sometimes they don't think that they can do. So encouragement comes a lot with empowerment. When you encourage people to do things, mainly women, you're saying I support you in what you're doing. So it's much more than the jobs that we hold, um, the leisure things that we do, the, our passions. It's about really what drives us as women. Sometimes it's not always about what I say, but it's how I support them. When they need a listening ear, you have to be that shoulder, that ear for them to, for you just to listen. Sometimes they need that encouragement. A lot of times people feel like they aren't heard. And when you give them that ear and they feel like they are heard, they will speak to you, but you have to listen to their heart. She is much more than a mother, senior planner for the city government who spent more than three decades of her life in public service. She views her job as a duty and her unwavering commitment to help women and children as a call. But what are the challenges how hard it is to be a leader being a female. She explained me having a job title doesn't prove a leadership. It's an action that truly makes you a leader. Challenges for me gives me motivation. 
I take challenges head on. And I believe that leadership is action. It does not lie in any position. You can be a top level executive, but if the action is not behind what you do, you just have a title. Leadership is action. But if I need to have something done, I need to learn to do it myself. My father always taught me, nobody owes me anything, but I owe myself everything. I'm a firm believer that sometimes you're given position, you may never be given the authority that the males have to do a job, but that should never stop you. Never do a job based on what others think you can do or what, a, what others think that you know you have done. Always do a job by what drives you. That's the only thing that you can control. You can't control the way people think about you or what people say about you, whether people think you do a good job or you do a bad job. You can only control what you do. So I would like to just thank Anita Sewell for taking the time to do this video. She tells me that I am her mentor, but I tell her that she inspires me. A young lady that comes from a totally different culture have come to America and she has embraced America. This is her home. Home is where the heart is and her heart is here. And I just want the viewers to know that Anita, I am very proud of you. I love you. And I'm glad to be a part of the Welcome Womanhood. Thank you and I love you. Thank you, Lynn. You really have a big heart to inspire, motivate, and encourage girls like me to let believe in themselves. You are listening to Hometown Zero's experience and words of encouragement to those who are seeking inspiration from someone like them. Someone's voice that echoes as their own. We thank Lynn Simpkins for her valuable time. Hometown Zero's is produced in collaboration with Welcome Womanhood, a nonprofit working for woman empowerment. I'm Anita Silwal and thank you for listening.